again. And we're back! Wow, we're in the same room with each other. Oh my god, it's you! <laughs> it's, it's you, it's I'll so tell, nice. yeah, I want the audience to know that I'm caressing your face. Yeah, it's no, so I'm nice not, not to doing see that. you. I'm not doing that. Um, hi everyone, welcome to a normal episode of I'm Horrified. Oh my god, not only, an, well it's kind of a normal episode, but That's it's also true. the hundredth episode. Wow you guys, can you believe, a few months ago we were at our 99th episode. So excited. And we, all of a sudden there was this weird quarantine, and we were like, man, we'll just pause on the hundredth, because we really want to be together. Exactly. So let's just, we'll pause the three four weeks that we need to pause yeah. and then we'll we'll come right in strong with a hundredth episode folks that was in march <laughs> that was in march um and now with the pandemic still very much um on on yeah it's oh on. it's it's not over it's still raging um and that's that but we are both um you know living in solitude and have decided that we can see only each other. Yes, we are in each For other's the sake, bubble. The sake of this podcast. And um We were I'm, both tested relatively recently. We were also both tested relatively recently. It wasn't that bad. Everyone's like complaining about how it like tickles your brain. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad to be back, and we're hopeful, depending on whether or not we have other spikes and it's safe for us to be together, we're hoping to be bringing you actual normal episodes going forward after this. You're right, Ali, not at all normal. Very special 100th episode. Exactly. We're not going to do something normal for our 100th episode. We couldn't. We couldn't. Um, we're not going to do something crazy. No, no, we've all been locked inside our houses. No. We're going to do something <laughs> maybe a little more low stakes. Um, but what we've done for you today is taken together each of our five favorite segments of each other's Yay. that we're going to recap. We're going to go on a little trip down memory lane, a hundred episodes, s- spanning several years Yeah, we <laughs> at s- this point. We started this in uh, February of 2018. Are you serious? Yeah. Not 2019? No, I believe it's 2018. Wow. Yes, that's I mean, yeah, so we're years down the line here, um, and we have loved, you know, playing with all of you guys and doing stupid stuff every week. So we're going to take it, yeah, take that trip down memory lane and we're going to talk about um, the segments that we love from the other person. Yes, absolutely. And then just for fun, we're going to give you a couple quick updates on some segments um, and just see, you know, what's been going on since we covered some of these topics. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, Allie, can I go first on one of my favorites of yours? Because it's from episode one. Please! Absolutely. Um, folks, I have to pitch this podcast to a lot of people because I, they say, what do you do in your spare time? And I go, not much. <laughs> uh, but one of the things is I have a podcast. And they go, what's your podcast about? And I go, well, it's complicated. <laughs> well, it's called I'm Horrified. Um, but the number one example I go to when people say, what kind of things do you talk about on your podcast yes. is Allie's segment the deep ocean from episode one of i'm horrified it sounds like star wars yes <laughs> episode one the deep ocean <laughs> <laughs> i would love for them to do star wars in the ocean i think that'd be great i think it'd be great um but so it's just so like quintessential a combination of a very personal fear and then like looking at the big picture of like the actual facts the fact that deep, deep sea gigantism is a thing 
I tell everyone, oh and they're... Oh my god, I forgot about Deep Sea Gigantism. Their reaction is universally like, no, I hate that. That is horrifying. The lower. <laughs> horrifying. We have an actual bell that we bought. Yeah, we also bought a bell we for this episode. We bought a bell, and we don't have to, um do it like put it in anymore um man digitally um but yeah no the lower you go the bigger it gets yeah that's crazy oh that sounds sexual that sounds hot wow the way that you just <laughs> i did it. not mean that wow i meant at sea creatures oh okay okay sea life mm-hmm. the deeper into the depths you go the larger and more ferocious it gets all right i'm gonna that's, stop talking that's it's not more sexy. sexual um, uh, we had different <laughs> oh my i was like yeah well you know what um Thank you so much. I really, I appreciate that. Absolutely. But if you're, so if you're looking for a good quintessential app, I recommend Allie talking about the deep ocean in episode one. I love to talk about things that I hate. Yes. That's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast. Um, so my first favorite episode, um, segment of yours is, uh, I'm going to start with the latest ones and then I'm going to move backwards in time. Nice. Um, like we're going to Benjamin Button it. Uh, and I'm doing the opposite. We really are Benjamin Buttoning. We right? are Benjamin Buttoning. We're going to meet in the middle. Um, we're both going to talk about Theranos or something. Um, a recent episode that you did was about Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriends. And I'll tell you why I love this, Sam. Uh, a couple reasons. A, because it's like, it's a classic, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's just a perfect example of what we do. But moreover, it's a perfect example of what you do. Because it's like, you'll come to me with something and you're like, I'm going to talk about, like the whaling industry and its effect on Korean pop music. And I'm like, how could that possibly matter to anyone? And it does. You know what I mean? Like you just come with these crazy things and I'm like, is that going to work? And it always does. And so like, I just, this was a great example of this. And, um, I like, I knew his girlfriends were too young, but the way you put it made it seem like some kind of like matrix level conspiracy theory. <laughs> which I believe it is. Which yes, like where women are like recycled once they age out of a system. Um, and you did a good job putting it in perspective of just how sexist um, our worldview of it really was. Um, and I just keep thinking about like, why are they so young? Why are they so young? We're 26. We're 26. And like, what what was the cutoff? 25. 25. Right? So we're, we're aged out. We could not date Leo. When we started this podcast, we could have dated him. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. We're washed up. Um, but yeah, I, I think if he was dating a 27 year old, like 27 is when I think you're an adult, mm. which is scary because, yeah, you know, we're right, we're, we're right, right, there. right there and I don't feel like an adult. But yeah, that's, that's why I loved that one. Oh, thank you, Allie. Of course. Um, okay. Next for you, uh, from me is episode 18 where you talked about pyramid schemes. Um, I think you were ahead of the curve on this one. I don't think so. I think I had listened to the dream. No, the dream came out after this episode. Did it really? Yes, I double checked and the dream came out after the pyramid scheme episode of I'm Horrified. That's amazing. I'm not saying they plagiarized you. What I'm saying is you are a woman who has always been invested in people taking advantage of other women and systems taking advantage of women. And this is one that does it. And I think you've been a wonderful advocate for not falling into MLMs and pyramid schemes. By advocate, do you mean that I just chewed out one of um, our, I don't think we call her a friend, but there was somebody online who we went to college with who joined an MLM and I got into a cyber fight with her <laughs> upline. <laughs> you did get into a cyber fight with her out- upline, but I just love that about you. And Yeah, I love right, it, thank you. I appreciate that you accept me. <laughs> and I love that it starts with you finding out about them in the Pyramid Schemes episode yeah. of I'm Horrified. And it's a hatred that I think you will take with you. I really do take it with me because I think it's like I feel bad for those girls, but also like they're tricking their friends and family. Mm-hmm. 
And I think now I don't want to I don't want to pull this card, but like they're all like I'm a like I'm a small business owner, and it's like I am an actual small business owner, and like the amount of my own money that I have to put into things, and like my own t- blood, sweat, and tears, and like I just feel a little bit like. But you're not. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you have to actually like there. There are small businesses who need help and who need support. And it's not Herbalife. Yes. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And just a quick, so quickly to stand on a small soapbox, if you're a person who has been negatively affected in the job department by coronavirus and you're looking for something that you can do from home that's flexible because you need income, I strongly caution you against exactly. MLMs. There's other ways that you can freelance and work for free. I, I get it. Like, I've done it. It's, it, and I, and I... I'm really excited to tell you about a different financial venture that I tried out for this podcast, which has to do with my feet. Oh. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Oh. I, I went on a, I went on a, an undercover operation. You did podcast. what? I did. I had no idea. I didn't tell you about it. Ah! I only told Chris about it, but that's only because we live together and he was like, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but yeah, there's more than one way to make, make a dollar. Oh my God. I cannot um, wait to hear more about this. I know. Um, it's terrifying. But yeah, uh, just look at her dedication to bringing down pyramid I schemes. I have a lot of dedication to you people, listeners, and pyramid schemes. Um, but thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Um, all right. I want to talk now about episode 48, which is the Theranos episode. This is my favorite episode of our podcast <laughs> for the Theranos um, segment. So, it's my favorite episode you ever did. It's my favorite episode of the podcast. I love it. And I didn't, it's, I think it's because I didn't know anything about this. I just, like, didn't read the news this year. Uh-huh. Um, so, I had no idea anything about it. And so, the tale that you were spinning was, like, you were just, like, reading me the synopsis of a David Fincher film. <laughs> and, like, it was just so, so much bloodlust of the narrative. I just loved it so much. And there was, like, tech drama sex drama there is a surprising amount of sex drama drama law drama nepotism it had this this club has everything it does um and i also loved how you delved into the psychology of elizabeth holmes (laughs) in a way that was not too like mean (laughs) it was like it was just enough you were very impartial like a documentarian thank you you're like jane goodall I am, and I'm studying Tech Valley. <laughs> yeah, you're studying Tech Valley, um, but I loved that one. That was one of my faves. Oh, thank you. Uh, on to another of my faves, episode 37, Nipplegate. Nipplegate. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, just so, Sam just did finger guns from her boobs. From my so nipples, yes. From your nips. Uh, so I love when we dig up old pop culture things, and this one was so good. Um, love the way you illuminated, like, the double standard between the way Dan- Janet Jackson was treated and the way Justin Timberlake mm. was te- treated. There's a lot in there. There's a really lot in there. And I also, it really resonated for me with the way right now people are saying, like, well, WAP denigrates women. Like, Ugh. WAP isn't good for feminism. WAP is feminism. <laughs> yeah. To which I'm like, I was thinking get low at my eighth grade semi-formal. Yeah. About how all the bitches crawl so I can skeet skeet over them. 
Like, how is WAP? So bitches can crawl so I can ejaculate over them. Yes. Is what he was saying. Is what he was, is what I was shouting. And, like, my mom liked that song. Yeah, of You course. know what I mean? Like. But it's, like, it's the same stuff that you were talking about in this episode of, like, well, when a woman is behind the display oh, of sexuality. Oh, when a woman's ejaculating over a crowd, it's wrong. <laughs> Double standard. But Justin Timberlake can just, like, float away. Um, and I thought that was, it's just so relevant still, like, what you talked about in that episode. Yeah, absolutely. Also, oh Ben Shapiro can suck my dick. He's oh, yeah. the worst person alive. Absolutely. Um, actually, no, he he's can't. He's not. He's not, no, 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 he's not the worst person, he is the worst person alive, but he's not allowed to suck my dick. Okay, fair enough. Um, because I don't want him down there. Um, I think there are worse people than Ben Shapiro, but I also haven't ever thought enough about Ben Shapiro, and I never will. No, I, I think that that's right. I don't want him to take up any more space in my brain than he has to. That's true. I think that's good. I won't do an episode about him then. Perfect. Thank you. There's no, a lot of, can. like, terrible men who I'm like, oh, they're a good episode. And then I'm like, no, that's just, they're just bad. Yeah, they You suck. know what I mean? Like, there's nothing interesting. Mm-hmm. They're just bad. Like, um, Alex Jones. Yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah. He just sucks. His divorce was interesting because his wife was like, this man is a nightmare. <laughs> oh, well, maybe you could do an episode about him. There you go. Um, you, you can make it fun. Um, all right, moving right along. Um, there's no Sam episode like an English Tudor history Sam episode. The listeners love it. They're some of our highest rated episodes. Um, but I loved episode 17. We talked about Bloody Mary. For some reason, this is the one I listen to the most. Interesting. I listen to this one if I'm like, you know, I need to put a podcast on in the shower. I like to re-listen to podcasts I've already listened to. Yeah. I often like to listen to it if I'm like by myself because I feel like I have you here. Because <laughs> um, this is just what I talk about I all the time. I haven't listened to anything recently because I'm constantly with my partner in this house <laughs> so we don't leave anymore. Um, but if I would be alone, I would like, like, it, it was nice because I felt like you were in the house with me. <laughs> um, and that, for some reason, that's always the one that I put on because I liked the story. It was like the stories that you tell are very compelling, especially when they're English history. So I... I, I think um, the way that you sort of, like, brought us through her emotional journey was very interesting, because that's nothing I hadn't really thought about before, of, like, how she was sick, and how she had to deal with the stuff with her mom, and, like, how her dad wasn't being a good dad, and there's daddy issues, but there's also mommy issues, but there's also Catholic issues, mm-hmm. like, there's all this stuff in there. A lot of stuff. And then there, then she's like hot for her husband, her husband's not hot for her, and, like, there's all this stuff going on, and I just felt bad, you know what I mean? Um, but what are you gonna do? And, uh, I just thought that you told that story really well, and I think it's a, cl- it's a classic, classic, classic Sam Buntage segment, because we love English history, we love it. Queen, thank you. Of course. Um, I will say we were briefly considering writing a musical, um, about we did Bloody Mary's this. life, but with, like, a pop-punk, uh, soundtrack, it would be a jukebox musical, so, uh, if anyone's interested in that idea, I would still do it. I'd still do it. I still think about it sometimes, like, when I write Sins Not Tragedies, like, comes on as I'm mm-hmm. listening to music, I'm like, should we write that Bloody Mary musical? We really should. We really should. We really should. And then it can be a Zoom musical that we can show in this hard time. I do. I'd love that. Um, Allie, my, next on my list for you is episode 56, Terrible Astronauts. Oh, I remember this one. Because I think this is some of your journalism at its finest. Because oh, yeah. it would be so easy to be like... Today I'm going to do an episode about the astronaut who put on a diaper and drove, like, and and that being the end of it. You yeah. know what I mean? 
As if that's the whole story. As if that's the whole story. You thought to yourself, is there a through line here? Is there a theme here about the moral capacity of astronauts? What are the golden threads? And the answer was yes. It turns out if you're an astronaut, you have some kind of complex. Yeah. And you discovered that. And the way you laid out like all these stories that were very different, but the parallels being they're all just terrible people. Yeah. You've been to space. Absolutely. Or even thought about it. Are you terrible? Yeah. It's like if you're a game show host, you're a bad person probably. Yeah. Unless you're Alex Trebek. Unless you're Alex Trebek, as uh, as far as we know. As of September 3rd, 2020. We can't say anything good about any man, really, in writing. It's hard. Because you never know what's going to come up. You just never know. Um... But I loved that episode, and I thought it was so funny the way that you, like, revealed this dark secret about astronauts. I just couldn't believe that there were so many shitty people who also went to space. Yes. Do you know what I mean? With so few people who have gone to space, you would think most of them were good good people. Or just some were good and some were bad. Yeah. Most of them were bad. Wow. Krista McAuliffe, the only good astronaut, um, died tragically. Yes. With all the other people whose names I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Chris McAuliffe was from Framingham, which yes. is where I grew up. I Actually, no, that's not true. Everybody says that, but it's not true. She was from somewhere else. I think she was from, like, Concord, and she taught in Framingham, mm-hmm. I believe. But we have a library named after her. There you go. And I played her in the, I said this, eighth grade, no, fifth grade wax museum where we'd make a little button. Yeah. And you'd be, like, a wax figure, and somebody would come up and, like, push the button, and you'd have to speak as if you were, like... But wax figures don't speak. I guess Why you were. Oh, the wax I guess you were a robot. Yeah, like a little animatronic. You were like, like my an name's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. I blah 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 blah. That it was it was Disney's Hall of Presidents. Disney's Hall of Presidents style. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Um, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal who you got assigned. Yep. Um, that's what I'll say. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, we're now going to talk about. Another great app. I think my second favorite favorite app. Your hometown horrified. Uh, Nexium. Nexium. Um, we have a couple of updates about Nexium. Yeah, I have an update for so Nexium. So we'll talk about that at the end. But I just, oh, it's so delicious. And it's your hometown. And I've been to your hometown. You have. Um, we went to your hometown. You drove us around. You're like, oh, like here was my high school makeout spot. Yeah. Here's my high school. Um, here's, like, you know, all this stuff, and then here's where the cult was, and we were like, what? (laughs) And you were like, there's a cult. And no, and it wasn't like, here's where the cult was, it's like, here's where the cult is. Yeah, it was still actively there. This is the the cult, and it's right here. And we were like, I don't understand, and you were like, no, my hometown has a cult, and then you told us all about it, and then it started coming out in the news, and it was like... Oh my god, it was so exciting for us, Um, because, you know, it was just great. But Nexium, you really pulled together the, um, it's like a cult and a pyramid scheme. It's really both. It started as one, and it kind of became the other. Yeah, it's really like, it's doing the most, and I loved that about it. All in glamorous Clifton Park, New York. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I loved that. Loved that. Nexium. good. All right, and then my my fifth for you, Al. I, I didn't really rank these as favorites, they're just in the order they came out. Episode 75, The Kathy Griffin Scandal. Oh, yep. Um, so again, like, this feels so relevant to what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about it, like, months and years ago. But, like, I really think you spotted the, like, fake bullshit, righteous outrage from the right, can't we all be decent to each other mm-hmm. attitude early. Like, I, you can say early, like, it's been, parts of it have been there forever. But, like, I really feel like it's having a resurgence right now. Is it the, is, Of, like, yeah. 
why do you have to be a looter? Can't you just peacefully protest? Like that Absolutely. kind of bullshit, righteous attitude. Pearl clutching yeah. nonsense. Like, I support all lives. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I think that you spotted, like, a lot of the genesis of that in the Kathy Griffin scandal with the way that people were talking about it and pearl clutching when you were like, it's just art. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying you're allowed to do this and you can't act so crazed. Yeah. When it happens. I feel very passionately about that one, I remember. I'm not even a big fan of hers, but my mom and I did used to watch My Life on the D-List, as uh, I know you and your mom did Oh, absolutely, well. absolutely. Um, it was good television. It was great television, so I, I loved the way you covered that. It made me think about it in, like, a deeper and more interesting way, which I always love when we, like, leave one of these, and I'm like, wow, Allie had some great points that I had never even thought about. I think that about you all the time, Samantha. Ah! Ah! Um, and in conclusion, I'm begging you to vote. Oh uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we gotta let my dog out. I'm gonna let the my dog little doggy out. wants to go out. It's probably because our pizza got delivered and he knows it. And he wants to go have some. Also, I got a dog. Also, Ali got a dog. Yeah. I think we talked about that on a quarantine. I think we did. I have a little pup now. But we're gonna end strong. Yeah. We're gonna end really strong with um episode six, celebrity Scientologists, a classic. I believe, other than our first episode, it is our most highest rated oh, wow. episode <laughs> that people that people listen to. And we could both talk about Scientology for 500 years. And I will, if you ask. Um, but again, in that classic Sam fashion, you delved into a, just a little niche, a little, a little cut of it, a slice, that illuminates so much about the whole. You're great at a slice. And Thank I love that you. about you. Like a beautiful pie. Um, and so, yeah, like, I think, like, the way that they sort of connivingly use celebrity for credibility, and it makes you think about, like, celebrity in general and the power of celebrity, um, and it's just, I, I love that episode, and I love talking about Scientology. I loved when you showed me Going Clear for the first time. Um, mm. it was, let's watch Going Clear after this. Let's do that. I really need to... Okay, How long well, do you have your parking spot? Can we watch Going Clear? Technically, I don't have it for long enough, but I'll take the <laughs> ticket. Um, it's worth the $50 ticket. So true. Um, I'm going to talk about this more in one of my updates, so... I'll, Are you going to bottle it? Yes, I'll pause on what I'm Well, we're, here, we're at the updates. We're at the updates. Well, then I'll talk about it. You guys, Nexium has an HBO documentary Woo! now. Woo! Um, and I haven't watched it because I canceled my HBO subscription because I got mad at them because they upgraded to the new fancy HBO and they stopped working on Amazon, like, Fire Sticks and through Amazon. Yep. I had my subscription through, fi through Amazon and I was like, why can't you just let me watch the stuff I'm paying for on my TV? Why do I have to buy it through you and not Amazon? You're still getting the money. I got mad and I canceled it. That's how I used to watch Going Clear. So I haven't seen Glowing Clear in like a year. That's a lot. And that's a long time for me. And now they've got the vow. So I mean, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> well, shout out to my dad who just gave me their HBO password. Oh, fuck yeah. So you can come over here. We can just keep it. We can watch it whenever oh you come over to record. Can we watch the first episode of we The Vow tonight? We can absolutely watch the first episode of The Vow tonight. We have enough time for that. All right. But um, so that's the ep uh, the main update on Nexium. The other stuff is that, A, I mispronounced the founder's uh, name throughout the entire episode. It's Raniere. Uh, I pronounced it like Rainier because it's spelled like, like Raynor, like, like my Rainer. last name. That's rude. 
Uh, that's not how it's pronounced. I only read articles about it, uh, so that was my bad. Uh, and he's been convicted, thank God. Yes, he was convicted so, of a bunch of stuff. So that's the update on Nexium. The um, New York Times said they might they think that he's going to get life in prison. Did he? And frankly, he deserves it. Absolutely deserves it because he was a cult leader. He branded women. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he's good. Um, should I just do the rest of my updates? Yeah, I don't have any updates other than Nexium. Perfect. So perfect. Nothing's uh, going on with Leonardo DiCaprio these days. I wish. I wish there were. Um, just a few fun ones for you. Um, Elon Musk wants to put chips in your head. Uh, this just feels related to a lot of my general old man yells at the sky stuff, but specifically he wants to do it, uh, which is in a way that is related to the AI apocalypse episode where I talk about the super intelligence. Right, right. Uh, cause he said ultimately episode, by the way. his long-term ambition is to usher in what he calls superhuman cognition, uh, to combat artificial intelligence so powerful, he says it could destroy the human race. Okay, I do believe, though, that the only com- combatants to artificial intelligence taking over the world is cyborgs. I believe that. I believe that that's probably true. Do I want my the chip in my head to come from Elon Musk? I don't know that I do. Yeah, and no, Sam, not you, cyborg. I don't know if a Sam cyborg can do it. I don't know if an Ally cyborg can do it. But maybe, be- <laughs> like, somebody better than us who's also a cyborg. Who's also a cyborg. Okay, I can yeah. see that. I can see that. Like Michelle Obama as a cyborg. Perfect. She could defeat artificial intelligence. I don't think that two people with theater degrees can do that. No, that's probably um, true. Maybe we could help, but if we, we could cyborgs, I think we could write a great play about it right after. Yeah. I think we really could. With our cyborg brains. With our cyborg brains. We wouldn't brains. even need to use Final Cut. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple more things. Talking about the Fermi paradox. Aliens are absolutely real. The U.S. has con- government has confirmed UFOs in the last, like, few months that UFOs are real. Is that true? Yeah. They they released all this footage of, like... I gotta um, start reading the news. <laughs> of, like, these mysterious white, like, pill-shaped orbs that their pilots have been seeing in the sky, but they leave no, like, signal. But there's video of it, like, so you can see it with your eyes. And UFO. a lot of pilots have talked about how they can see it. That's a UFO. Um, it's, so it's it's literally a UFO in that it is an unidentified flying object. But, like, where does that come from if not aliens? The, the sky, space. Yeah. It comes from space. Aliens. So the Fermi Paradox. Turns out they know about us. They just have no interest. Um, the Last Airbender. I talked about how shitty the movie was. They're going to make so a live bad. action TV show. It's going to be really shitty as well. Mm. Um, because the original creators... Also, Avatar The Last Airbender has been having a renaissance, which has been very exciting for me. But yeah, especially on TikTok, <laughs> along with Twilight. Yes, it, both incredibly exciting. Two things that are important to us. <laughs> Two things that we love. Um, the original creators of the cartoon were working on the Netflix uh, live action series, so everyone was like, oh, this is great news. Recently, they left the project, and they were like, we just have very different artistic visions for this oh no um so people are kind of guessing that that means that netflix wants to put like some sex and rock and roll into avatar uh i don't want that which is not something i want and i also don't feel that everything needs to be adapted for live action i totally agree i think this is going to be better it's Animation best as a cartoon. Is its own medium and it's superior for certain art forms yeah and i think for a show where like 90 percent of it is people casting fire on each other that's going to look better in animation so yeah. that's my feeling uh, and also the Snyder Cut is real. Yeah. I talked about the Snyder Cut. I said uh, it's not real. It was sort of. So I was 20% wrong. I knew that the Snyder Cut existed as an idea. Uh, but what they've done, HBO Max, the new HBO streaming system, has invested what must just be millions of dollars to finish it according to Zack Snyder's vision. And then they're marketing it as the Snyder Cut. And I guess they're going to release it as like three or four hour long episodes because it's because it's four hours long 
uh, on HBO Max as, like, an incentive for people to sign up. I could do a whole segment about how confusing it is that there's an HBO Go and an HBO Max. It's so confusing. Wait, what's the Vow one? Um, oh, it, well, so if you have, ugh, all the content is, of HBO is on all of them. HBO Max also has the Warner content, which I don't know oh. is an HBO Go. And then where and how you can stream them also slightly changes. But the Vow is an HBO original, which means it's on all HBO streaming systems. Let's figure out what I can put on Chris's PS4. <laughs> Let's get it on there. But wow. But yeah, those, I've just blasted through those. But those are my updates um, on stuff we've talked about on this podcast. Uh, what a ride. What a ride these last hundred episodes has been. And I feel so blessed. Really 160 or something. Yeah. We did like 60 mini episodes. We did 30 mini episodes. Oh, it felt like 60. It felt like 100. <laughs> um, I feel so blessed that two years ago and change, we decided to embark on this very silly project together. And now here we are. And here we are. We don't live together anymore, but we still do this once a week. And it has really been a wonderful part of my life for these oh, past two years. Sam, likewise. Yes. Likewise. So thank you, Allie, for always doing this with me. You're a wonderful podcast partner. Thank you, Sam. I didn't get you a card in which I comically cross out wife and write co-host this time. Um, You've gotten me a few of those. I've gotten you. It's one of my favorite jokes. Um, <laughs> and then thank you, listeners. It's really, really cool that people tune in to listen to us chat sometime. Anytime I, like, talk to anyone and they say they've listened to this, I think it's so cool. I'm so honored. Yeah, if you listen to this and you're not our moms, like, that's so sweet of you. Yeah, it really, you know really is. And it's sweet of our moms, too, but, like, come on. They're, like, they're, they're gonna listen. They're contractually obligated. Exactly. Um, so we really appreciate you. Sam, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, and until next week, we hope you stay Stay horrified. <laughs>